0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome to another episode of the Chaps Chat Cats, a special AFLW interview episode of the Chaps Chat Cats. Very special. Very special, John. My name is Jake, joined by the aforementioned John and Sambo, sporting a nice uh, retro Cats baseball cap there. How are you, chaps? No
1: no expense spared on this hat. I. uh... Will admit, I found it in the op shop about twenty minutes before this
2: episode. <laughs> it's a find. It's um, um, fantastic. It looks amazing on you. Thanks, John. It elevates your. <laughs> makes me feel good. Hours even greater. How do I feel,
0: <laughs> feel very, very confident. Cool. Also privileged to be joined uh, in the Zoom studios today by a very special guest, uh, one of the most exciting players in all of footy, men's and women's um an absolute favorite here on the podcast it's the one and only nina morrison thanks so much for coming on the show nina
3: thanks for having me guys and i must say i do love the cap as well it's my dream to walk into an op shop and find a retro cat scout there so (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, i I, I was feeling very very lucky i'll be honest
2: (laughs) i was with you big time
1: and you you timed that intro jake so well there the song i just i mean not that you're not professional but i was impressed that you're professional (laughs) to
2: that degree (laughs) energy energy levels were perfect as well again
0: when we have the big guns on the show you've got to bring out the big guns guns, in terms of timing up the intro that's right that's right the mullet one of the best now is it a mullet are you happy calling it a mullet nina
3: yeah, I think it, it's it's a mullet. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going for it at the start. It's grown out a bit now. I must say it's pretty pretty long at the moment. But I'm getting a fresh cut on Friday, so we'll trim it up a bit.
1: Oh, watch it's watch cool. this space. Now we're now we're <laughs> <laughs> the anticipation's the... high to see what happens next. We're on the
0: cutting edge. Of the oh, much of the same, I'd say. <laughs> Great breaking news: you heard it here first. That's right. Um, I think I think the well, crashing and banging going on in the background. Oh, we're, we're, we can't hear it, John. We can't hear any crashing and banging. You're all no, nothing no, at all. You've
1: drawn our attention to it now. You've seen. We've seen behind the curtain. your yeah. magic's ruined. So I'm I sorry. think the
0: the correct title for it really, um, because it is glorious. It's a power mullet, really. Because, but like, I think mm. that's that's what uh, I yes. was title It's a power power mullet because it, it's a power move, um, as as a haircut. I, say, I reckon.
2: it's definitely the best one going around in AFL and, and AFLW. Easily, it's true. To, yeah, it's, it's true. I'm hoping no. it'll inspire you to try and challenge
1: it, John, because of the three of us, I think you're the only <laughs> one that could maybe have a crack
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I have to really grow do it, out. do it. Um, maybe next so semester. obviously, um, you guys in the midst of preseason, you know, it is what a month away from first game how's it all going? Where are you at? How, how's the uh, sort of, I, I saw you went on uh, a team sort of training camp sort of thing or a, a team camp a week or so ago. How was that?
3: Yeah, it was great. We just went away to um to lawn for the night. So just a one night stay over there and um, a few sort of team bonding exercises, uh, went out for dinner at the pub and then a bit of yoga Sunday morning and, and came back Sunday afternoon. So very low key, um, traditionally don't do a big boot camp or fitness camp, like some of the other clubs do, but I think it works pretty well just to be able to get away for the weekend and spend some time together. Um, and yeah, as you said, we're about a month out now from round one, which feels like it's coming around very quickly. Um, but yeah, looking forward to, to getting stuck back in again and um, I'm sure the season will go just as quick as well. So um, yeah, looking forward to making the most of it.
1: And that's a, honestly a great segue into the next question, speaking about, uh, <laughs> Heading into oh. seasons, we'll fly, we'll flash back to last season, and uh, I guess it's a good good point to start just to sort of ask uh, how it was getting back onto the field. You know, you'd had such a sort of big big break. It was um it was almost two years, I think, wasn't it? From 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 go to woe there. Like, what was it like getting back in that competitive sort of environment? Because of course you would have trained for it, but you know, there's no real practice for that actual in the moment, in front of the lights. Like, how how did that feel? What was that like?
3: Yeah, for sure. And I think um, that's just it. The, the competitiveness is kind of what you miss um, over that period when you're on the sidelines. I think you can still get a lot of it um, out of training, but just that extra edge that that comes with playing games, um, I really missed over that sort of extended break. And um, to get through a full season on the one just, just gone was um, super exciting. It's the first year that I've sort of finished a season and not been in rehab. So it was really nice as well to sort of be able to, enjoy a bit of a break pro season and um, feel like i actually could have a bit of an off-season as well which was a nice sort of change up but um yeah the, the season itself was was just awesome and it was great to get back out into the field and i think it probably took me a few games to sort of build into that routine again and um, get used to being back out playing but i feel like um i'm in sort of a really fortunate position now to, to roll into another season and hopefully just get more games under the belt this year like that's a probably a plus for me i know that potentially other girls are sort of um, a bit burnt out or had various work commitments that have sort of gotten in the way of that. But um, yeah, for me, when the, when they sort of announced that it was going to be potentially going again this year, it was, yeah, a big, big sort of bonus.
1: Yeah, awesome. Well, I'll, I will say from our point of view, the uh, your, your return did, did not disappoint. We were hyping Sorry. it up amongst ourselves <laughs> lead, leading up to it. And it certainly didn't look like it took a couple of games from our point of view. So it was, it was yeah.
2: very exciting to see
1: absolutely yeah,
3: thanks guys <laughs>
2: and um going into this season uh, how's the the vibe around the group going um, especially after a few senior um girls left left for other clubs and then with the new girls coming in how's it how's everyone going um getting to you know feel of each other and working around the team and the culture
3: yeah yeah the vibes um vibes really good at the moment which is nice we've had a really good couple of weeks on the track and I- Trying to um, sort of feel feel really welcome within the team and um, cement their sort of place within the group, um, sort of both on and off the field. So, um, yeah, we're at a really nice point now. We obviously had quite a um, big sort of turnover again. I think there was eight eight new players in, um, and that's along with then nine the, the year before. So to have, you know, over half the list sort of turnover in um, like a 12-month period is, is pretty massive. But I think that um, they've all sort of been really... Um, solid contributors to our, to our group, the ones that came in last season. I think it'll be true again for the ones that have come in this year. Um, that's, yeah, they've that's slotted in super well and, and, and will add a lot of value to our group, I reckon.
2: And, Els, um, how, how did the players evaluate last year? Because there was obviously a lot of improvement from 2021 to the first part of this year. You know, closer margins, especially against the Kangaroos, there was a massive difference in margin, which was really pleasing to see. So how did it feel amongst the players to no, know that you did yeah, see so, improvement?
3: Yeah, there was um, obviously sort of a massive improvement. And I think that um, we all could kind of recognise after that 2021 season that um, we were a fair bit sort of off the pace and not really where we wanted to be. And um, so to see how far we we came last last season gone was was really positive. And in a lot of ways, um, as you said, we made some huge strides forward. And I think that that was kind of reflected in that first first game against North Melbourne where the year before, round one, sort of similar setup, um, and we got beaten quite heavily. And then to to be in a position sort of th- three quarters of the way through that game to potentially win it um, sort of showed that the improvement that we'd made in, in that 12 months. But um, I guess at the same time, uh, if you look at the win-loss record at the end of the year and there's still only a couple of games that we got the points for, so it's just about, um, continuing to progress that and, and go from challenging sides to actually um, learning how to win and and learning what it means to be in a position where you can go in as as favourites or an expectation to win and, and follow through on that. I think that um, that's sort of a new, really new thing for our group, and um, hopefully the more games that we play this year, we can um, yeah sort of l- learn what it means to win a bit more and and do it more often.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and. Obviously, you know, you finish that season off um, that concludes in sort of mid-March and then not so long after that, it begins to sort of swirl around that you're going to be lacing up the boots again for the second time uh, in 12 months with a second 2022 season, which we're calling 2022-2. What was that sort of limbo time like as a player where you're waiting
3: to find out if you're going again? Yeah, it was strange. It was it was really weird, to be honest. Um, there was sort of whispers of it kind of early. I think that um, potentially just prior to the season finishing, there was um, sort of talk around whether we'd potentially be back again by August. Um, and I think that, as I said earlier, for me, that was kind of quite an exciting prospect the whole time. Um, but I know for a lot of people that that wasn't the case. And I was probably really fortunate that um, I knew I was – being offered a contract with the Geelong for the coming season, I knew that my work would be flexible around um, when the season timing was and what that looks like. So um, for a lot of those sort of reasons, it meant that I could be really comfortable with knowing that, okay, if I'm going to be playing again in three months, then then, um, I'll be really ready for that. But um, obviously there's a whole bunch of other people who don't know if they've got a contract next year, don't know what club they're going to be at um, if they're potentially going to move interstate and then start training in, in two months. So obviously pending people's circumstances and the range of things going on in their lives, it was, um, sort of really un- unsettling and, um, an anxious time for a lot of people. But I think that, yeah, for me, the prospect of getting to play more games after having missed so many for quite a period of time, um, was really exciting. And I was just, yeah, sort of pumped to go again, really, and um, yeah and now it's come around so it's 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 been a quick quick turnaround obviously but um yeah looking forward
1: to it the, the hunger is still fresh for more <laughs> for more <Yeah>. from yourself <laughs> you um, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what uh, i guess i'm interested in the specifically the sort of pre-season um conditioning training and stuff how, how did this affect that like did you guys knowing you just played a season is it a case of being able to take it a little easier for a bit because you turn around so quick or is it the opposite where you guys sort of wanted to hit it really hard sort to of get a full preseason into a really small amount of time like what did that look like
3: yeah so i think that initially my plan was that i w- would have gone back and played at least some vfl games so um if it was that normal sort of break period i would have looked to have played some vfl at some point and get some more games in that way but i think once it was confirmed that or, it looked likely that we were going to start in August. I kind of scrapped that um, and had a solid couple of weeks off where I really didn't do too much, which was nice because, yeah, as I said, it was a kind of first off season where I've been able to feel like I can have that proper break and yeah. um, not worry about having to, to rehab something. So um, yeah, that was a really nice sort of period. And then pretty much from there, we just, um, a lot of us got sh- straight back into sort of that pre pre-season um, conditioning. So our, um, running coach has a own athletics group in Geelong and a lot of us tagged along to, to their group sessions so we're sort of doing that for the weeks kind of leading into pre-season and now um, that we're in pre-season proper it's yeah just sort of straight back into it again really I um, think that they were as they always are kind of conscious of where people have come from in that pre-pre-season period and um, how to manage the loads from there but yeah it's 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 such a quick turnaround this year that we want to try and get into that sort of um, match-style play pretty quickly so that we're, you know, ready to go for cracky game in a few weeks now.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, man, it's that's, man, that's rocked around quick. <laughs> yeah. What's that like? Yeah, for sure. Um, just to ask a, a follow-up to, to sort of talking about that limbo period where, you know, as you said, you, you've, you've sort of got the, uh, a settled sort of work situation that allows you to be flexible, um, you know, So and you knew that there was going to be that contract from the Cats Like it's, I can imagine it's pretty unlike anything that your male counterparts experience. you know what I mean? So, so like, can you talk a little bit about what is it like as a playing group? How do you sort of stick together as a team? How do you sort of work together to get through that period where some people are uncertain, some people have a bit more security, like, yeah. Can you give me an insight into sort of what goes on there with the playing group?
3: Yeah, for sure. I think that um, it comes down to, to being really understanding as a club and as a group that different people um, will be affected by it differently and, and for no fault of their own um, might not be able to prioritise football in the way that other people can. Um, and obviously that has implications off the back of that, but being really realistic and understanding that um, for example, if someone's got a um, job that isn't as flexible and, and the implications of that um, throughout, say, that pre-season period even, that some people might not be able to turn around and start going again as quickly. And um, I think it's just, yeah, it comes back to that to that level of understanding that this is going to impact people differently. And and whilst we want to try and drive a, a standard and a, um, a level, it's, it's really... Um, you've got to have a background context about about where other people are coming from and and then um, just be as com- accommodating as you can and, and try and support them in in as um, any way you can really yeah absolutely yeah um, it's,
1: it's 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 such an interesting thing sorry John I'll just uh, I right. was just gonna make a quick comment on that and then you can jump in with it um just it's such an interesting thing that I think that's you know we've we've talked to a, a, a few of the um of the players from the the vflw as well and that that level of understanding as you said of trying to trying to push a standard but accept the people's different uh, circumstances and i think that's maybe something that it's been really eye-opening for us and i think a lot of people in our position on the outside don't necessarily have that that level of understanding of the amount of work you guys are putting in um on top of all this other stuff on top of You know life stuff and and jobs and all this kind of stuff um do you do you think that's sort of sort of fair do you feel like that that's the case that there's sort of this that people maybe don't necessarily see behind closed doors of of how much you guys are sort of doing just to get out there on the on the field on a weekend
3: yeah for sure i think that's um certainly the case like i know that um even just just now i've come from another sort of extra touch session so um, it's just again that sort of understanding that whilst everyone in the group would love to be able to come in to do extras and come in to do extra touch, go through vision with the coach and sit down and and do all these things realistically, for some people they just don't have that time. Um, if they're working um, five days a week and 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 can't make room for those things despite potentially being um, wanting to, then then there's sort of understanding around that, and I think that that's why this um, this new sort of CBA and, and the pay deal makes such an incredible difference because it does open that up as a possibility for a lot more people than it was in the past. Um, so I know there's been girls in the team that immediately have been able to say, okay, well, I was working five days, but I'm going to drop down to three. And um, to be able to give them that more flexibility and time and um, possibility to, I guess, invest more in football is is um, is amazing. And hopefully, you know, obviously it's it was such a quick turnaround between. Um, the season just gone in this one that um, some people weren't able to make those work shuffles as quickly, but, you know, hopefully from, from um, seasons as they, as they come now, and hopefully with more increases in, in those things within the CBA, that that becomes a possibility for even more players and we can start to prioritize football and and do those things even more. So.
1: Yeah. It's super exciting. And hopefully it's the, it's the first of many, many improvements in that area in the, in the near future. <laughs> Yeah, definitely.
0: many yeah, really sure. increases.
2: We've <laughs> always always stood by as soon as um, the women's get paid fairly as the men's, and we know that improvement and skill and all that's just going to skyrocket. and It's going to be really exciting to watch. So you know it can't happen quick enough for us watching on the outside. So I can't imagine what it's like on the inside for all the women still you know struggling and having to take six weeks off work just to play yeah. football. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I was just going to ask, um, personal goals for the season, what are they? Have you got any like idea of what your personal ideas for this season is going to entail or what you want to get out of yourself?
3: Yeah, I think that um, just an, another year under the belt will, will be really helpful in um, developing a lot of the you know the, the, the skills that I want to develop, whether that be um, sort of stoppage craft around, about being a midfielder or my running patterns or um, skill execution. Like, obviously there's little things like that that you've got in the back of your mind that are um, sort of things that you want to continue to improve on. And I think that then from a from a team perspective and a more sort of holistic group approach, I think that, um, as I mentioned before, we, we're really hoping to take strides forward again with our um, ability to perform over four quarters in a game and, and have that translate to to more wins on the board. and. Um, I think that, that that comes through adding elements to our game style and adding layers to um, the way we move the ball, the way we, we attack and the like. So, um, yeah, I think that there's there's little goals in there personally that, um, of things that I want to continue to improve on and, and get better at. And then I think that um, as a group, yeah, just adding adding some of those layers to our team will, will be really important as well.
1: You spoke earlier about sort of a, um, I think it was, you know, <laughs> the ability to win and, and sort of a winning mentality is is that something that's is there real specific structural things to that like are you guys looking at because from from our point of view during the season it was sometimes like you guys played your absolute best against against the very best um is there sort of something in the i don't know across the whole ground or specifically in the in the attacking sort of forward half of things is there talk about how to take the game by the scruff of the neck when it's there you know, when, you, when you've when you done that work to keep in the game and, and get on top of things on how to set the tone and set the pace even against teams that maybe aren't as skilled as you? If, if is, Does that make sense? And is, is that a, a reality?
3: Yeah, for sure. And, and I know exactly what you mean because I think that um, we'd sort of had discussions throughout the year where we um, agreed that a lot of our best footy came in that sort of first four weeks, which we knew were going to be really tough tough matches against some of the top sides. Um, and so the benchmark for our performance wasn't necessarily a win or a loss. And I think that for a lot of people, um, including myself, it allows you to play with a sense of freedom that um, you're not as focused on the outcome and it's it's quite process-driven. And these are the markers of the things that we need to do to make it a successful performance. And um, and, and if we don't walk away with a win on the board, then perhaps that doesn't matter as much because um, we know realistically these are some really top sides that we're playing. But then I think that it got to sort of halfway through the season and then we were like, okay, well, now we should be starting to win because um, now we're playing a side towards the bottom of the ladder and um, this should be a winnable game. Um, and the mentality change between that, I think, um, not stumped people, but, I think that it's, as I said before, it's something that as a group um, we need to continue to get to get better at. And I think that it's a really difficult thing because obviously the more you win, the more you have confidence in that space and um, it's sort of a, a cycle that kind of feeds itself. Um, but I think that us in a group and, and Dan, the coach, is, is really strong in this as well, that um, we want to take those expectations in our stride. Um and, and be able to sit with that and be okay with that, but also keep in mind that the things that allowed us to play really well in the games that we did were because we were um, stuck, to the, stuck to the process and stuck to the things that we um, knew we wanted to get out of it and worked well for us. So it's kind of like a mixture of coming back to, um, back to those things um which i'm not sure i really answered your question about no,
1: no you did definitely but, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs>
3: that,
1: no that's, it was that's, it was quite a long-winded wordy question anyway so <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you, you i'm glad you got some sense out of it
0: <laughs> yeah, right. yeah no, for sure i was gonna say you've um absolutely got enough commitments in your day-to-day mm-hmm. uh life as a person as well as a footballer without taking half an hour out of your day to talk to uh bozos like us uh, podcasting on the <laughs> airwaves so look we really really appreciate you taking the time nina um we wish you the absolute best of luck for the season That's ahead a... and we oh yes John. one
2: more question
0: oh you got one I've more asked, question
2: uh, one more question, just right. a question. <laughs> this the is
1: off one. the book so we don't know we're, only, we're off the edge of the map here John's, i don't know what he's yeah, going with John. what are you going with John? Uh,
2: i'm nervous this if she could Get this going i'm not sure oh john's on his nickname bandwagon again my (laughs) nickname bandwagon for rachel kearns i want to get the monty
0: monty john's connection is monty burns he wants monty kearns so that that's john that was john's pitch to claudia gunjaka last year um so and yeah, Cla- look,
1: claudia was very claudia was very complimentary of it but we what? don't know that it caught on so <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. she, she we, we feel like maybe she was just just pandering <laughs>
0: to us is, maybe oh uh, is this I can't, something
3: i can't confirm that it's caught on so <laughs> yeah is Fair this up. something
0: at this point nina that that maybe we've got to have a bit of a talk to john that it might be time to let this be. is there an intervention in anyway? or... <laughs> yeah think...
3: y- you might have to i think that I... we've spoken about before that we're actually not great at making a nickname stick so yeah okay. um, we'd have to try pretty hard at this one too to oh, yeah. right. okay. is there Go
1: anyone on. in the group that does have a nickname that we can use going forward when we're talk- when we're talking about because we give people our own nicknames but who knows
3: <laughs> <laughs> um there's a few going around but not not too many that aren't just sort of like variations of the name or, or something yeah. you wouldn't sort of expect so sure um, so we're, we're yeah. probably
1: on the right track with what we're saying, there <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're yeah, probably I'd connected imagine. in the middle,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just keep calling Rachel Monty, yeah.
0: Uh, John, we'll we'll, call, we'll, we'll <laughs> use
2: Monty, John. We'll support you. Yeah. It's all right. I just thought it was a good opportunity, but um, it's not going to catch on That's all good. That's,
0: right. that's all right. I can John. tell you,
2: I can
1: tell you crush John, but that's you put you, well, you a brave face on, yep. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, so, yeah, look, we, we really thank you, Nina, for coming on the show. We wish you the best of luck for the season ahead. And um, go Cats. No go worries, cats. guys. Go Cats. Thanks so much. Go Cats.